The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet now has what you need to win today. Sign up today, WinBet at $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Bowl Challenge, 250 in cash and a $250 gift card up for grabs exclusively on the SGPN app. I'm just about that action, boss. everybody back to another episode another edition of the nfl gambling podcast part of the sports gambling podcast network it is wednesday december the 14th our usual time 3 30 eastern 2 30 central throughout west uh lunchtime for you and i am moneyline mac as always and joined by uh my co-host partner j mark football old-fashioned football j mark what are we drinking this week man Oh, I had Sazerac rye, which is a drink, but it's also a whiskey um, right up uh, this side, right there. Uh, pretty good stuff. Not, lots of spiciness in it. It's a spicy rye whiskey. Yeah, good stuff there. And uh, for everybody that doesn't know, J. Mark is the uh, host, co-host of the Old Fashioned Football, where not only do they talk fantasy football, and that's imperative at this time of year with fantasy football playoffs, but uh Talk talk a little whiskey, uh, choice uh, beverage of choice that on that episode. Did you make the playoffs? I did. I'm the last nice. seat, so I got to go on a little run here. We'll see what happens. There you go. I got it. Yeah. Uh, no thanks, to Aaron Rodgers. He wasn't very good for me this year. <laughs> never, never, uh, never good. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. So go check out the old fashioned football. J Mark Week 15, which means we got Saturday games. Uh, first time this year. Oh, yeah. uh, I, you know, it's always playoff football when we're playing games on Saturdays. Uh, college football regular season is finally in the books. And we got three games, and that'll be part of the games that we preview because we'll also preview the six early window games as well. Um, recap, going back to week 14, I know you're a little bitter right now because you almost hit a huge dog with the Houston Texans. They should have won the game. Um, yeah. Any other takeaways from week number 14? I mean, that was the main one. They should have won the damn game. Yeah. Um, plus 1,100. Pierce got hurt on that uh, that play that he fumbled. I think if he doesn't fumble that, then they they take it away. Um, but, yeah, lots of good football again. Lots of competitive games. Was surprised to see um, the Dolphins struggle so much. Not that I'm a huge Dolphins fan, but I expected them to give a little bit better effort there. Lions on a win streak. What the hell is going on with that? Yeah, no, the Lions are rolling, the Panthers are rolling, the Jaguars are rolling. We're talking playoff scenarios with those three teams. I mean, especially for the Panthers, trading away Baker, firing Matt Rule, uh, trading McCaffrey away. I mean, you name it. But this team, they're on our slate. They're a favorite in Week 15. They control their own destiny. The Jags are in the hunt in the AFC South again all of a sudden. 
Crazy times in the NFL. Very crazy. And the Vikings just still can't clinch that division yet. <laughs> no, and honestly, they probably don't deserve it either with the way that they've <laughs> kind of laid some eggs over uh, recently. I know they still sit at the top of the NFC North at 10-3, and three, but with a negative point differential on the season, which is crazy to think about. No doubt. That's that's when I think you start thinking there's a lot of luck involved. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's crazy. I mean, you ask some of the people down there or up there in Minnesota, and they, they make the argument that maybe their team was better last year than this year. I know their record's better, but their defense is not playing well right now and at, not at a good time either. No, not playing well. And they have Dalvin Cook in their 27th, I think, in yards, rushing yards a game. When you have Delvin Cook, you should be a lot better than 27. So, yeah, there's some inefficiencies all across the board there. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, before we jump into the Saturday games, any th- initial thoughts going into this week 15? So, I know we kind of teased that the Vikings are one of our teams that we're monitoring because they do still have a chance to clinch NFC North. Anything else? Uh, we got nine games to dive into, three on Saturday, six on Sunday in the morning session. Anything jump out? I mean, I I feel like we say it every week, but there's, again, another slate of very important games for teams either trying to lock up a high seed or just even make that playoff push. There's a lot of of teams here that they need the win, and they're going against another team that needs the win. So that makes for great football. Yeah, no, and last week was crazy because you looked at the early slate, and it was all divisional games. So Mm -hmm. we don't have as many divisional games, but we got two on Saturday – uh, looking down the slate, I know obviously Washington and New York will hook up in a pivotal game in the NFC wildcard race Sunday night, so we don't have that game. But you know who's going to win that game. You don't need me to preview that game and <laughs> handicap that game. So uh, shout out to Taylor Heineke uh, coming off a bye. Uh, oh, we got uh, Falcon Saints, so that's uh, yeah. the other one on Sunday. So it's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, week 15, last quarter of the season, this is when teams I, – I don't know. They start to – you separate the contenders from the pretenders and we're going to just see a couple teams that, I mean, there's going to be one or two teams that come out of nowhere last year, Cincinnati Bengals come to mind that uh, just come out of nowhere and go on a run here. And it usually starts around this week, 14, 15 time in uh, the middle of December. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Before, but uh, before we do get into uh, that week, 15 slate, I got to get us paid. And I'm going to talk about WinBet. Uh, ready to win money and boost your odds today? WinBet now is it live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. That's a lot of states. Uh, we're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Looking to get involved in the same game parlay? WinBet has your is now your home with their win bet, build your own leg to uh, letting you customize the bet that you want to make today. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at win bet. Win bet has what you need to win ready to play. Sign up today, receive the special offer bet 100 to win 100. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet so that they know that we sent you. That is the sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. And offer subject to change terms conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the same state where you play through winbet is available. If you or someone has a gambling problem, please call 1 800 522 4700. 
Fantasy Playoffs are here, and we're back with the Underdog Fantasy. And if you haven't signed up already, you can still get a 100% deposit match up to $100 when you use the promo code SGPN. Just go to underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit match. Underdog is a great for their weekly battle royale format, as well as getting an early start with their playoff best ball. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And we want to, first of all, thank everybody for listening to the NFL Gambling Podcast. We reached our first milestone, 100 episodes yesterday on our Week 15 total. So if you haven't uh, already tuned into that one with Scott and Terrell, go back and listen to that one as well. This will be Episode 101. So with that being said, we're giving away a prize here. The bosses are feeling very uh, generous, and we're, uh, we're brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store in honor of reaching our 100th episode on the NFL Gambling Podcast, we are giving away one lucky winner, a $100 gift card to the merch store. All you have to do is go over to Apple and leave a five-star rating and review. The deadline to submit is December the 20th, which is next Tuesday. The winner will be announced next week. I don't think that's too much to ask, Jay Mark. I mean, we, we're we've given the audience 100 episodes of good content every single day throughout this NFL season. All you got to do, it takes 10 seconds. Five-star review. Hey, you know, I like these guys. Or, hey, these guys are idiots. And, you know, just leave a five-star, and uh, and uh, you'll be eligible for the contest. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's free free money. I mean, you, you enter to win free money. Who doesn't love free yeah. money? Yeah, maybe they say, you know, those the, those guys talk about the skins and bears too much. But, yeah, hey, <laughs> all you got to do, five-star, and you're eligible for $100. That's right. Yeah, exactly. And you can so, go out and get yourself a new old fashioned football podcast T-shirt. Uh-huh. I mean, everybody needs one of those. And real quick, you were uh, we were talking about underdog there. They're running a special this week. Um, the over under for Jalen Hurts completions is half. So all he needs is one completion. It's a twenty five dollar max bet, but that that's money and that's easy money. Easy money. Take, take the under. <laughs> Take the, that bears defense is going to swarm him <laughs> uh, you didn't know he's playing the 85 bears this week right so, uh, we'll get to that one i think that game is fifth or sixth on our slate but we're going to start saturday uh indianapolis colts coming off the bye obviously one of the bigger disappointments this year they're going to minnesota where the vikings are 10 and 3 despite their negative point differential they're laying four and a half over under 48 and a half Jay Mark, what do you think here? The Vikings clinch NFC North? This one's really weird to me. Um, both these teams should be so much better in the run. You know, Jonathan Taylor, Dalvin Cook, yet we're 26th and 27th rushing yards a game. Doesn't make sense. Um, I think the Vikings showed last week why, you know, you and I have been saying they're a little fraudulent, right? Um, couldn't get the job done against the Lions. I don't know if the Colts have what it takes to beat them. I mean, they've been disappointing all year, uh, fired their coach, brought in their former center to be their interim head coach. And makes no sense. No, it doesn't. It, the very first game they won, but it's, it's not been good since then. And I just think this is a really bad spot for the Colts because the Vikings lost last week. I think the Vikings know that they have to win so they, they can clinch that division. So I think they're going to come out there. You know, they got the home crowd behind them. Um, and as much as I don't like it because this game just feels gross, I think that uh, they're going to they're gonna win. They're going to pull out that victory. So I'm going to take the Vikings four and a half. How about you? 
Yeah, man, I struggle with this game. Uh, don't love it. I, I just, the Vikings, all they do is win close games. And I kind of feel like True. it's going to be another uh, situation where they do so again. But I don't see them covering. Um, I think every, uh, going through what their schedule, I mean, they, they, they just simply don't blow teams out because they're not good defensively. I can see this game coming down the wire. I do think the Vikings will end up winning because they kind of just done this all year where they find ways to beat up on the lesser teams and the Colts are definitely a lesser team. Um, I mean, the, the Colts have been weird this year. I mean, like yeah. you said. They fired Frank Reich to bring in Jeff Saturday just because he, him and Jim Mercer had a good conversation. Uh, times are dark there. Uh, looking at the uh, Vikings wins, I mean, you got a four-point win over Detroit, three-point win over New Orleans, seven-point win over Chicago, but that game wasn't a seven-point game. That game was tight throughout. Eight-point win over Miami, a game where they had the, they played the third-string quarterback, uh, one in Washington in comeback fashion by three. It just or the Jets by five. It just seems like every game comes right down the wire. So I'll take the points here. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I just this Colts team is weird. They're um, awful. <laughs> I, yeah, I the only thing I can figure out is they brought Jeff Saturday in hoping he would talk Andrew Luck or Peyton Manning out of retirement. That's my only guess. Like instead they got, got Matt Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Why like why bring him in? It doesn't make any sense. Why not use one of the coaches that's already on the staff? Like I don't get it. Well, especially because they got uh, Bradley, mm-hmm. Gus Bradley, who's a defensive coordinator um, in Indy, and he's had success in the NFL as a head coach uh, with Jacksonville yeah. at a time or two. Um, yeah, no, nothing makes sense. Nope. So uh, we're we're both we're on opposite sides there, but I don't think this is one we're running to the window to bet. Not at all. And if the Colts shut down Justin Jefferson, I think this team goes as Justin Jefferson goes. Yeah. TJ Hawkinson as well a little bit. You know, he's becoming kind of a uh, just a spot where um, Kirk Cousins, when he's in trouble, he'll throw it that way. But basically, if you shut Justin Jefferson down, you can shut these Vikings down. Agreed there. Um, let's move into another one here. And this is a divisional matchup. Two teams that hate each other. Ravens, once again, banged up. It seems like every year, same song and dance. Uh, if they could stay healthy, they're one of the better teams in the AFC. But for a second straight year, at least, Lamar's not going to be playing, it sounds like. Uh, Huntley, it doesn't sound very good either. And, I mean, you got the, on the other side, you got the Cleveland Browns, who Deshaun Watson has looked like shit. There's no other way to describe it. And uh, Ravens are going to Cleveland. The Browns are laying two and a half, over under 37. Points at a premium here, obviously. Where are you going here? First of all, give ourselves a pat on the back. That game last week, we said you could tease it either either side and be yeah. right, and that's exactly what happened. Either side we teased, it was right. Um, the Ravens won that even once they were down to their third-string quarterback, so I thought that showed a lot of grit. Their, their defense looked good. Roquan with the interception. Oh, made me miss him on the Bears. Um, <laughs> and then uh, – the running game, J.K. Dobbins came back from injury and looked explosive, and I feel like that was kind of missing from the Ravens. That explosiveness in the run game had been missing. Um, and Ravens play Baltimore – or, sorry, play Baltimore. They play in Baltimore. They play the Browns um, pretty good, winning four of the last five, covering spread four of the last five. Only one of those were they the underdogs. That was last December as three-point underdogs, and they covered um, – 
I think it really comes down to what quarterback is starting. That that's tough. Why it's tough for me to pick this one. Um, but do do you think the Browns are regretting this Watson contract yet? Are they not yet? <laughs> yeah. How can you not? He's been awful. And yep. uh, I mean, looking at, at Watson last week, I mean, he struggled throughout against the Bengals. I mean, they should have lost to the Texans the week before yep. that if it wasn't for the three defensive and special teams touchdowns. Um, through the air, Watson last week finished what twenty six of forty two, but he only was able to go for two seventy six on forty two pass attempts. Yeah, and he's made bad throws, interceptions yeah. that he shouldn't like. Especially when you're making that much money, you can't be making those um, bad decisions. So because of that, and because this Ravens defense is showing that they're stepping up so much and they're improving, I'm going to take the Ravens to cover. I, I don't like the Browns as a favorite, no matter who they're playing. I kind of like that angle as well as I don't like the Browns as a favorite, uh, better kind of as a dog, like when they played Tampa a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, I think we both agree. This is a great tease candidate for the second straight week with those Baltimore Ravens. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. And honestly, you could argue the culture, good tease candidate from four and a half to 10 and a half. Yeah. For this sure. game. So yeah. uh, you like the under here too. <laughs> I, th- I, I think, I think these point, points are going to be hard to score here. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this this could easily be an ugly, like, I don't 13, know, 10, 10 to 9. Yeah, 13, yeah. 10, 10 to 9 finish, something weird like that, a weird score. Well, especially, like, on the shorter weekdays because of this game being on a Saturday, both teams playing on Sunday, quick turn. Um, the only thing with that makes me hesitant with backing the Ravens is just the Ravens are not playing good, good football right now. I know that they're no. winning. They're finding ways to win, but, like, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, there's something missing there. It feels like they always are about to blow a big lead or they do blow a big lead. Um, Pulling up what the Ravens have done over the last couple weeks. Um, Obviously they get the big win in Pittsburgh, but they barely beat the Broncos with Russell Wilson on a uh, missed field goal by them. They blew the lead to Jacksonville the week before that. Uh, Them and Carolina were toe to toe. It's like every week is just comes right down to the wire with them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they were like, even just four weeks ago, I thought this is a team that's going to be a dark horse sneak into the playoffs and nobody's going to really be talking about them and they're going to make a Super Bowl run. And I no longer believe that because they just haven't shown enough. Yeah, no, they've lacked consistency all year. And now, I mean, not having Lamar potentially, I mean, they're, they got no chance of the plus without Lamar. I think that it was a long shot anyway. I definitely lean Cincinnati in the division probably right now. Agreed. Yeah. Cincinnati's playing some very good football. Yeah, indeed. Um, let's go to another divisional matchup. And this is the nightcap and Saturday night. And it's going to be popping there at uh, Orchard Park when the Miami Dolphins got to go for their third straight road game. They've lost out West and San Fran and in uh, L.A. They're, I mean, kind of back straight to the wall here. Going to Buffalo, minus seven and a half. I don't think the Bills can officially clinch, if, clinch the AFC East if they win this game. But with the two-game lead and you win this one to go up three with three to go, it's basically clinching the division here. So uh, over under 42, I know we got weather in the forecast. We You like the Bills here? You like the Dolphins to uh, make this a game? Yeah, we talked about that uh, before the show, looking at the weather. It's going to be 31 degrees, 70% chance of snow. Football uh, weather. That absolutely not the kind of weather that you get in Miami. No. So uh, this is a bad spot for two in the Dolphins who did not look good against the Chargers. 
think the Bills should have won by more last week. I, the Jets are just kind of becoming their pesky little annoying brother that kind of sticks around, beats them some games. Um, despite losing Von Miller, I just I like this Bills defense still. I think they're going to pressure two of the same way the Chargers did. And um, I, I don't think they've forgotten that the Dolphins beat them in September 21 to 19. So I think the Bills are going to put a lot into trying to make their push for this division, make their push for a, a number one seed. So I'm going to take the Bills to cover the seven and a half. How about you? Yeah, no, I love the Bills here. Um, I mean, the, the Dolphins had heat warmers in la now they're going to <laughs> buffalo where it's going to snow are you shitting me i think i think this is a smash spot for buffalo miami's reeling uh there's no other way to describe it i mean their offense doesn't look in sync over these last couple of days with Ty- or games with tyreek hill and Jalen waddle um two is regressing a little bit and yep we we've seen two in the cold he's not good in the cold um he started in three games in his career where it's 50 degrees or colder. The Dolphins are 0-3, and they're only averaging less than two touchdowns at 13.5 points per game. I think this might be the Bills' statement game, get right, and start trending in the right direction heading into the playoffs. I love the Bills here. Also, uh, it seems like Miami's kind of a public dog here as well, and that number's not weighing off 7.5. Uh, I think this this dog has some fleas here. Yeah, absolutely. And Tyreek Hill, I know he finished the game last week, but he is questionable with that injury. Um, Got banged up, hurt his ankle, I believe. Um, Should play, but even if he does, maybe he's limited. And I think that really uh, hurts the Dolphins as well, anytime he's not on the field. Agreed. Yeah, no. Tyreek Hill doesn't look like the same guy. And the weather's going to slow them down anyway, even if they were 100%. And, um, Josh Allen has failed to cover the spread in three straight home games now, so I expect uh, them to get right here. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, another trend, I'm just reading off some trends here over here on the left, and uh, Allen, just in December, he's really good. Um, eight and two straight up, seven and three ATS. Um, it's his most profitable month uh, compared to all the other months, so definitely want to back Josh Allen here in those Buffalo Bills. He loves that cold weather. Played in Wyoming. He loves that cold weather. Yeah. I know uh, Adam Pelletier will uh, back our pick there. Absolutely. He he said last week, always bet the bills. (laughs) (laughs) Keeps it simple. He's like, hey, consistency. Absolutely. (laughs) Next up on the dock, this is probably one of the more intriguing games of the weekend. Dallas off of uh, probably one of their worst performances of the year. I know they found a way to win, but 17-point favorites, barely beat the Houston Texans. Go to Jacksonville, and all of a sudden, Jacksonville's got a little pop going to, uh, down there in the south. Uh, Dougie P's got something going on. Cowboys are laying four and a half, over under 47 and a half. It will not be snowing here, so I no. can guarantee that. <laughs> uh, you're going to get good weather. Uh, where are you going here, J-Mark? Yeah, so I think the the Cowboys playing such a close game and almost losing last week hurts the Jaguars this week because I think it was kind of a, a wake-up moment like we can't just go through the motions against these teams we think we're going to beat and then the Jags are just they're literally if you look at their pattern they don't cover against Denver they cover against Vegas they don't cover against KC they cover against Ravens they don't cover against Lions then they cover against Tennessee last week so now it's the pattern of not covering so they've just kind of 
fit in that up and down pattern. So I, I'm going to go with the Cowboys here. I think they know that they cannot just go through the motions. I think they're the better team overall. So I'm going to take them to cover the spread. How about you? I like the Jags, man. Um, yeah. I, I think the Cowboys kind of a look ahead spot here with Philly on deck. They've been talking up that game ever since they lost with Cooper rush. I, I, there's something missing with the Cowboys. It's, it's the Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> they should be better than what they are, but they're not. And, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to get behind this Jags team. They've been better as of late. I know they did drop that egg in, uh, where was it? It was Detroit where they lost like 40 to 14. Yeah. But, I mean, I was impressed last week with Trevor Lawrence, four touchdowns total. I think this game comes right down the wires. I could see the Cowboys getting out of there with the win, but I will, uh, I'll take the Jags to cover that number. And I do like taking the Florida teams in December at home. I think it's tough for these teams that got to travel to Florida, you're not you, even in Dallas. It's not, it's not Florida warm there. So it's, it's kind of a transition. Oh, we are going to the nice warm 75 weather. And uh, sometimes it's a tough situation. Guys start cramping and stuff. For sure. Yeah. You said something's kind of missing with Dallas. It's weird with CD lamb, Michael Gallup um, and the passing options they have their receiving game has not been all that great. Um, you, you would expect bigger games out of Dak, out of the receivers, and they're just not there. I know they run the ball a lot, but that should make the passing game even better. That should open it up, open the field up. So, um, yeah, there's definitely some off in their passing game. I agree with that. Yeah, and it, it's kind of just what the Cowboys have been over the last 20 years with, with ownership and just the way that they – they get up for random spots, but then they lay eggs like they did last week. They're an inconsistent franchise. There's no other mm-hmm. way to put it. I know their their fans will claim they're America's team, but they're <laughs> yeah, they I, they are kind of America's team is Mister Inconsistency, and uh, <laughs> yeah, they just I, I don't know. On paper, they are as good as anybody. I know they're ten and three, but I mean. I don't know. There's something missing every time. Like whenever people start believing in the Cowboys again, that's when they let you down. Yeah. I think uh, America needs a revote there because I don't meet very many people that are crazy about the Cowboys. Most of them hate the Cowboys. (laughs) We need a, we need a revote on America's team. (laughs) I, I, yeah, I was about to say, I'm definitely not in that category of that's my team. So, uh, yeah, no, uh, I'm, I'm all for that. So we'll get a promo code count. Dallas yeah. sucks. Yeah. Yes. Promo code <laughs> Dallas sucks. Uh, yeah. Moving along. Speaking of Dallas, uh, their rival, we'll go to your game. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles laying nine coming off the statement win in New York, dominating, humiliated my dog pick. Uh, I'll never take the giants again. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Kramer. Uh, Eagles minus nine going to Chicago over under 48 and a half. What kind of weather do we expect in uh, Chicago this weekend? J Mark. I didn't look, but I imagine it's going to be cold. Um, to me, I, I know we're going to disagree on this one because we kind of talked a little bit about it before, but to me, this one's easy. These bears are feisty. They're well rested and they're flat out the inferior team here. <laughs> they are just, <laughs> they're not good. Um, the Eagles are a great running team. The Bears can't seem to stop the run to save their life, especially after trading away Roquan and um, Robert Quinn. I even have belief that the Bears do move the ball against the Eagles some, but I just don't think this defense can keep up. I think it could end up being an ugly game like that one where as a Bears fan, you turn it off at halftime because you're like, I I don't want to watch this anymore. Put them out of their misery. Um, So, yeah, I – 
safe to say I'm going with the Eagles. I hate picking up picking against my Bears, but I'm going with the Eagles to, to cover this because I think they win by at least ten. Uh, how about you? I am riding your Bears. I think this is a another look ahead. We both got we got Dallas on one hand, Philly on the other hand. Both on a collision course, looking ahead to next week. I think Philly coming off the big win, sandwich spot in the NFC East. Bears coming off the uh, bye as well, so I think they're rested. I think they take a page out of what Washington did when they beat them, and they just run the hell out of the ball. And yeah. they can do so with Justin Fields, play ball control, keep that Philly offense on the sideline. I don't think they win, but I think that they keep this within one score, and I think this is a ball game. I think this is the one that everybody flips on on Sunday and they're like, how the hell are the Bears staying with the Eagles right now? <laughs> so uh, this is the NFL. Yeah, true. Yep. And they are well rested, which I think goes a long way. Um, but yeah, it, as long as they don't win, because at this point in the season, you want I'm the draft like, pick. yeah, we got the number two draft pick, which I'm hoping they trade for um, for better draft capital, you know, but uh, but yeah. My mom checking in on the chat. You have little faith. Bears are going to surprise everyone. Well, we yeah, can dream, money can't line. we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, Mrs. Mark. Uh, money line. <laughs> Let's go Bears. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would put a wrench in uh, the Cow- Eagles-Cowboys race if the Bears did pull this off. I don't know no if I'll kidding. go that far, but uh, yeah. you never know. I mean, we had uh, we had the Texans knocking on the door last week of knocking off the Cowboys as a plus 1,100 favorite, so. Crazier things Bears, happen. And the Bears beat the Texans, so. Oh, yeah. Do, <laughs> so we do math what, problems. <laughs> yeah, no, equations. Uh, what's that? Uh, the, which property is that? I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on my math, mathematics. Right. Yeah, I skipped that. Uh, I was looking. I was thinking about the Bears and Eagles instead of whatever property that is. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, let's move along down here. We got the we got two teams. The interesting game here. A really intriguing game here because you got the Steelers. Who are now five and eight, which means Mike Tomlin cannot lose another game, or he will suffer his first losing season in the NFL. And uh, what, fifteen years he's been there in Pittsburgh. So, I mean, even if they do lose a game, it's been a hell of a run for Tomlin to not have a losing season so far. Yeah, they're going to Carolina. The Carolina Panthers currently control their own destiny in the NFC South. Which is the, Pan- weird. <laughs> the Panthers are laying <laughs> two and a half over under 37 and a half. You don't expect a lot of points in this one. And Vegas is telling you that as well. So uh, we think, man, the Panthers keep it rolling. So this one's tough for me, but I feel like we have two uncharacteristic trends right now. We have Sam Darnold playing well, which is two kind of up. uncharacteristic. Yeah. And then we have Mike Tomlin losing to a third string quarterback. I mean, it was a backup, but became a third string quarterback and not doing well, which seems uncharacteristic. So I'm asking myself, which uncharacteristic trait do I uh, think reverses? And I got to back Tomlin as a dog. We've talked about it on the show before that he's really good as a dog. I don't think Darnold keeps winning games, even though, I mean, they're right in this playoff hunt, which is weird to say after it looked like they're, you know, trading the team away they're throwing the season out the window but no here they are um but i think tomlin i think tomlin turns the steelers around here helps them get going whether it's pickett or trubisky starting um pickett's got that concussion that he's questionable right now right now but yeah i like the steelers to cover this one how about you yeah no uh that does play a big factor 
because obviously uh, Trubisky was awful the other day. Um, yeah. Three interceptions in the red zone. One of his worst games so far this year. I I, I kind of lean with you. I kind of like the Steelers here. Um, desperate spot. I mean, their schedule is favorable too for Pittsburgh. So if they can get by this one on deck, they got Cleveland, um, who they always seem to play well under Tomlin. Then you got the Ravens revenge game. And then you would have who would be their last game of the year? Would it be the Bengals? I just had it up looking what the Steelers have. Sorry, they got the Raiders next week on Christmas Eve, uh, Saturday night game. And then they got the Browns last week. So, like, three games that they're either going to be favored in or uh, field goal as a dog. So, it's like a flip of four straight flip a coin type game. So, I'm with you. I think Tomlin bounce back spot here. Uh, I still think the Panthers will control their destiny after this yeah. weekend as well, because I don't think the Bucks are going to win either. <clears throat> yeah, true. Um, very true. Real quick. You brought up the Raiders. We don't have them on the slate, but I just have to point this out after that game that they lost against the Rams. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield had to ask one of the staff where he was supposed to go. Cause he had been with the team such a short of time. He didn't know where to fucking go and they I still know. beat him. So that's, that's hilarious to me. Um, so Steelers, well, I think will easily win that game. And you're right. Yeah. I think they kind of control their destiny here. Well, and, and for the Raiders, like if they had won that game, they'd be six and seven and they're playing new England this weekend who holds the seven slot. So like, an absolute dagger of a loss for the Raiders, but that's been the whole year with the Arizona yeah. Cardinals loss earlier in the year where they blow a 20 point lead, the Jaguars, they had a 20 point lead. Uh, there was another, there's been multiple uh, Kansas city Monday night game. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's been a disappointing year there's no excuse that they're, they're going to miss a plus, but they, it seems like they are going to. And then for you to blow yeah. a two touchdown lead to a guy that's been there for what, 10 minutes and a cup of coffee. <laughs> I mean, that's unacceptable. Agreed. Agreed. So, yeah, no, sorry, uh, Raiders Nation. We threw you in there and threw some shade. <laughs> but uh, I think you guys can agree that they deserve it. Yep, for sure. Speaking of the Raiders' uh, rival, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, who have been awful against the spread this year, once again, are 4-9 against the number so far, despite being 10-3 overall. They're going to Houston over-unders 49.5. Can the Chiefs finally cover a big number? Gosh, I don't know. This one, to me, it, it really depends on if Damian Pierce ends up playing. Um, it sounds like he's going to be out. I don't know if Rex Burkhead and Darag Ago, whatever his name is, Aguambale, um, I don't know if they can uh, do the same production or make as much as he does out of nothing. And at that point, I think it's really going to hurt the Texans. However, that Texans defense showed last week why they you know they're a good defense i mean this is a lovey smith team of course they're a good defense that's what he does well um and and they're gritty i don't think they have any prayer of winning this game or keeping it close as close as they did with the cowboys but i think they can frustrate patrick mahomes some they can slow this game down um to kind of work in their favor as long as they can move the ball a little bit on the ground i think that's going to be their biggest test to move the ball on the ground without damon pierce but um, again, another great tease option taking the Texans like we did last week, and I'm going to take them with the 14 points. I'll, I'll give them the two touchdowns. So, how about you? You think the Chiefs uh, finally show that they're a, a superior team? I don't think so. No, uh, I, I I don't see them getting up and be like, "Oh yeah, we're going to go beat the Texans' ass." Like <laughs> they're like, "All right, we'll go through the motions. Nobody gets hurt, and we'll win." What? 
uh, 27-17 and get out of yeah. there with yep. get get out of there with a win. Kind of like uh, I mean, like for example, the Texans always seem to battle back and almost cover or cover. They were down thirty to nothing to the Dolphins just a couple weeks ago, and they were getting thirteen and a half. And they lost 30 to 15. They almost came all the way back despite being down 30 to cover last week. Obviously they should have won the game outright. So a little worried that uh, maybe it was a dream crusher game because they wanted to beat the Cowboys, but they're playing better. I mean, they should have beat the Browns a week before as well. So maybe I think we get a ball game here. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, we saw what the chiefs did too. They let up. I mean, they were up 27 to nothing in Denver last week. And it was 27-21 coming down to the wire. So the Chiefs are just going through the motions, ready to get to January. Yeah, and I feel like that game, even though they won it, I feel like that took a little bit out of them too because it looked like the Broncos, before Russell Wilson got hurt, it looked like they were battling back and could have a chance to win that game. So, um, yeah, I I think the Texans do keep this one close. That defense is starting to look legit. They have some good pieces there. Um, and I'm kind of excited to see what they do with the offense next year. I think Damian Pierce is great, but obviously they need to get a new quarterback. Um, yeah, but this no is doubt. a team that could could become competitive if that defense can keep playing like they did last week. Well, they already won the season when they got rid of Watson and then got as much as they did <laughs> yeah. back for Watson with how bad True. he's playing. So, yeah, no, we both agree. We'll take the Texans, take the points, and look to tease them up to 22. I mean, maybe they, yeah. maybe they lose a game by 17, but I – I can't see Kansas City just blow. They don't blow teams out. Right, yeah. They get bored. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, now we got this next game is extremely intriguing, kind of like the Carolina-Pittsburgh game because you yeah. got two teams op- opposite conferences as well meeting up in week 15. The Lions are going to the Jets. The Jets are laying one. I've seen the Lions is favored by one at time, so it's back to the Jets, over under 44 and a half. Two, two teams that need this win. I mean, this is a spot where both teams, kind of like Pittsburgh and Carolina, both teams need to win. Where are you going here, man? This great matchup. Yeah. Yeah, we – so preseason, neither one of us liked either of these teams, really. Yeah, we were um, wrong on both these teams. Yeah, yeah. And the, it's just the Lions are in the playoff hunt. The The Lions are in the playoff hunt. What the hell? <laughs> Disgusting. I know. I don't know how that happened. Um, I think we've reached a glitch in the matrix. I think that's what's going on right now. But they've won five of their last six. They've covered the last six. Their only loss was to Buffalo. Uh, Meanwhile, the Jets kind of seem to be spiraling. Lost three of the last four, only covering two of those. And then you got quarterback controversy, kind of. Mike White's not healthy, I don't think. Um, And I just... I hate that the Lions are getting momentum. I hate that um, they're probably a public dog right now. I think this settles more to pick them come game time. But honestly, I don't think I can pick against them right now. They've been playing very well. And so uh, I'm going to take the Lions with the the plus one point that I'm getting right now. Hell yeah, I'll jump on that. Yeah, no, it's intriguing because the Jets play the Lions and Jaguars on a two-game homestand here. So, like, you got two... I mean, we got two relevant games with the Jets, and they're both against the Lions and Jacks. So crazy NFL season, to say the <laughs> least. That uh, statement sums it up. I'm going to go with the Jets. I think they need this game desperately. They got, they're got they coming off two losses. Uh, Should have won in Minnesota. And then mm-hmm. they I mean, but they battled against Buffalo, just not as good as them roster-wise. And then you look at the Lions. I think they're kind of flying a little bit high right now. Um, you mentioned it. Winners of five out of six covered six in a row. 
I think the Jets defense can slow down the Lions a little bit here and have a chance to win this. I expect this game to be tight. Um, another good tease game. I mean, I think this is yeah. a field goal game either way. Yep, agreed. So we're on opposite sides. I don't think that'll be either of our locks. Uh, looking forward to seeing that because we got Lions and Jets playoff implications. What else could you <laughs> ask for? A glitch in the matrix. It's got to be a glitch it. in the matrix. <laughs> Speaking of a glitch, uh, these two teams are a glitch. Atlanta, mm-hmm. New Orleans, hate week. New Orleans laying four and a half over under 43. New Orleans won week one once upon a time. That seems like two decades ago. Jameis Winston with the big 17-point comeback in uh, dirty Atlanta. But, uh, yeah, man, this is a weird game. It's kind of puzzling that the New Orleans Saints are laying four and a half. Where are you going here? Yeah, so the Falcons started this season as covering machines. We loved the Falcons because they're they covering everything. Sense? And no, I don't think they have. They've just been spiraling so downhill. And now uh, Marcus Mariota is going on injured reserve. However, they said Desmond Ritter was going to start either way, performance-based wise. So we're going to see Desmond Ritter play. Rookie quarterbacks usually aren't that great in their first start, especially going into a a hostile road game against an amped-up stadium. But also the Saints don't have much on Ritter except for his college tape. And we've seen that work to the benefit of teams before. This one's really up in the air for me, but I'm going to roll the dice. I don't think the Saints are good enough to cover the four and a half. Um, And I'm going to go with the the rookie to kind of surprise them. So give me the Falcons plus four and a half. How about you? So this game reminds me of that uh, Seattle game earlier in the year where we're like, how are the New Orleans Saints laying five and a half? And they won by six, of course. Uh, I'm going to close my eyes and take New Orleans. All right. I know it's saying, but I mean, they were competitive on that road trip. They should have won arguably both those games. Uh, they definitely should have beat Tampa. I mean, that loss was a yeah. joke. The way they collapse, if Ingram just stays in bounds or um, just anything and make a play defensively. And then the week before that, they were in the game the whole way with San Francisco. Uh, the two goal line stops that San Fran had, and they only lose 13 nothing. So I'm going to take New Orleans here. Uh, it wouldn't shock me if New Orleans won their last four. They're the weirdest team in the NFL under they Dennis are. Allen. It makes no sense. Uh, I'll ride the Saints here. Don't feel great. Uh, I think it's a great tease game. Uh, tease in Atlanta plus Tef, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So hey, week two teams uh, that are that are hard to figure out. I think I think that's oh, an yeah. easy way of saying it. So uh, yeah, I'll ride with the Saints to get the sweep here. And I still think anybody can win this division. I was going to say, man, if the Saints just had won one of those games against the Buccaneers, they're sitting pretty in the driver's seat at five and eight. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it's it gross. <laughs> it would it it would be a four way tie at five and eight. Yeah, that's crazy. Bu- I I don't know if the Bucks are going to win another game. Yeah, I, they just they they don't deserve to. I don't think the way they've played no. all year. Um, yeah, they're awful. Yeah. Yep. And we'll and we'll touch in that in our uh futures uh episode that we'll be doing after this. So make sure you come back and tune into that one where we'll give up some division updated odds. So uh but before we do so, let's go to our favorite segment, everybody's favorite segment, lock dog tease. Um where do you want to go for your week fifteen lock? Uh so I've bet the Bears as a dog multiple times and it never works. <laughs> So now I'm going to bet against them in a lock, and maybe it'll work, and I'll be happy. But I'm going to lock those Eagles up, nine and a half 
Um, I, I just don't think the Bears can keep up with them, especially with their run game. I think Miles Sanders has a big game. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take the Eagles. How about you? I'm going to go Saturday night at Orchard Park. I'm going to uh, take the Bills, minus seven and a half statement game. Uh, like to lay one. it on the Dolphins. Dolphins don't like to play in the cold. If you've been to Buffalo, Adam, it uh, it's very cold. So uh, I'll lay the seven and a half with the Buffalo Bills to win by two plus touchdowns, I think. Do they put Tua through a table? That's the real question. <laughs> hey, he's going to be thinking he was put through a table when he gets done <laughs> with that defense. Uh, that defense is playing well. The yeah. offense is the one that's not playing well. So get right spot for uh, Josh Allen in the cold, which uh, we gave out all this trends earlier in the show. Um, dog wise, where you want to go here? I'm rolling with Mike Tomlin to get the job done here. I'm taking the Steelers. How about you? I, I don't hate it. I, I like that one as well. I'm going to go, man, I'm, I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars to pull off the upset against, uh, America's proclaimed team. Uh, <laughs> take the Jaguars plus plus one eighty five, playing good ball. Doug Peterson knows how to beat the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll take the Jags plus one eighty five. Let's go. I like it. And then, uh, tease wise. So you went Steelers. I'm writing these down for us. Uh, Tease wise, where you want to go? So it worked last week. I'm going to do it again this week. Let's tease the Texans up to plus 20. The yeah. Eagles will take them down to three and a half. And then I like the Lions at plus seven. Yeah, no, I like those angles. Uh, I kind of hinted at some of the ones I liked. I like Baltimore plus eight and a half. That was the one that really stood out. Definitely going to take that one. I'm going to take Pittsburgh plus eight and a half as well. So I'm going to take yeah. both the two and a half point lines. Cross over the key numbers, as they say. Um, and my last one will be, let's go Atlanta plus 10 and a half. I don't think New Orleans can win by double digits. Or yeah, I guess no, I could I win by 10 and I'd still win. So I'll take uh, <laughs> there you go. Baltimore plus eight and a half. I <laughs> will take um, the Steelers plus eight and a half. And I will take the Falcons up to 10 and a half. Some good Real tease uh, candidates here. Yeah, real quick, Liam just got in from work. Lions Jets talked about just a quick recap. I took the Lions to win with the plus one, and Ryan took the Jets because he thinks they're in their desperation mode. Yeah, um, kind of going back on that game. Both both of us, neither were lock candidates. Uh, yeah. J uh, Justin actually gave out the Lions as a good tease opportunity from one to seven, so – I, I expect a hell of a game. I think that game comes right down to the wire. Two teams, both in playoff races and different conferences. So looking forward to watching that one. Yeah, which at the beginning of the year, you wouldn't have caught us saying, hey, I'm looking forward to watching the Lions and the Jets. But yeah, no, now no playoffs on the line for both teams somehow. So, um, yeah, it should be a really good game. I think I expect both teams to kind of come out and give it their all. Yeah, no, they should get the Bucks and Bengals out of that four o'clock slot. Nobody wants to watch the Buccaneers anymore. We want to watch the <laughs> Lions and Jets. Let's go. Yep. Liam likes uh Detroit seventeen to thirteen. I could see it. I can see it. Yep. That's that's the kind of score I kind of anticipate. Uh I'll go uh I'll go Jets get it done. Seventeen sixteen. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. So uh, actually that wouldn't be a cover. So actually no, let me change that. Eight uh nineteen sixteen. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, before we get out of here, J Mark, tell everybody where to find you. Let me for the YouTube crowd. Boom. There's your Twitter handle. Yep. Follow me on Twitter at J Mark football. That's where I put out uh, 
pretty much everything. Find the articles, the pods, all that good stuff. The random yeah. thoughts. <laughs> no doubt. And uh, make sure you go follow the old-fashioned football to find out what the choice of bourbon whiskey is for the evening. Uh, you right. guys can find me uh, on Twitter at Moneyline underscore Mac. Also, uh, we'll be, Jay Mark and I will be coming to you live again tonight to uh, dive into season and of course the college basketball experience with uh colby every single night at midnight if you need some uh entertainment and get some uh winners on the college basketball slate come tune in and uh join us on the college basketball experience every single night yeah it's always good stuff yeah no especially with uh pick dundee it's always an entertainment <laughs> so uh even For if sure. you don't want to bet the games you just want to hear colby ran ran he'll he'll throw some dome references in there uh <laughs> and how the idaho vandals uh play in the dome and it's stupid so yeah yeah for sure and colby's knowledge in football and basketball just like his historical knowledge that he can yeah. just pull is insane it's like oh yeah that guy played for kentucky in 1990 and his coach was this and they ran this offense it's like what how do you have that just stored in your mind <laughs> no doubt <laughs> no doubt uh and then obviously t- this was a tough week for us over at sgpm with the passing of coach leach it's crazy because like you you turn on the nfl now this is the nfl gambling podcast and i know mike leach was a college football coach but you look at mike leach's fingerprints on the game today you look at uh, Monday Night Football with Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler yeah. Murray played in that air raid system. Jalen Hurts played in that air raid system. The yep. air raid kind of changed the whole the principles of how football was valued, played um, from a passing versus running standpoint. Yeah, and Kramer, Sean, and Colby did a tribute episode last night. Um, it's on YouTube. It's on Spotify now, I think, with some excerpts from the interviews they had with coach leach and i encourage everybody to go check that out because he was a a very very funny guy um and all those interviews were just they were awesome to listen to so go check those out indeed he was a man's man's and a coach coach so rest in peace coach leach uh we uh we will keep you in our thoughts and your family and uh obviously uh you will not be forgotten uh, your, your fingerprints are all over the nfl and college football so shout out to coach leach and uh Good luck to everybody in week number 15, uh, Saturday, Sunday, Thursday night, tomorrow night. Mark and I, like I said, will be coming to you live here and over the next hour or so to dive into the last quarter of Futures Market. Mark's Jalen uh, Hurts MVP ticket from the preseason is in the hunt, so uh, we'll dive into it more here in a little bit. But uh, good luck to everybody with your bets, and don't forget to let it ride.